Moon Podcast Escalation! everyone my name is jordan d white my name is chris sims and this is sailor business it's the podcast where we watch every single episode of the classic 1990s anime sailor moon and we talk about why we love it so much and here we are in the final countdown pretend i had it in the soundboard because i do not there you go where's your where's go get your melodica jordan oh where is it oh but i'd have to learn it as i was sitting here it wouldn't it would take too long I was trying to, like, I said melodica because I couldn't remember what you actually had, so I said, like, the funniest sounding oh, instrument ukulele? I could think of, and you actually have the melodica, oh, I forgot. I, I, I do, it's right here. Let me see. I can grab it. Here we go. Ah, anyway, hey, there buddy, is. for yep. your first try, not bad. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Not bad. But we're not here to talk about the melodica. We're here to talk about the final six episodes of Sailor Moon. We're, we're, it's, it's all coming to an end six years after we started this. The show that has gone on longer than Sailor Moon. Are we going to make it to seven years? <laughs> Can we stretch this out? Let's see what happens. We we're took, doing our best. We took a nice long winter vacation. You've got a kid and I'm tired all the time. Are we going to lean up against a wall and act sorry? Or are we just going to move on? No, we're just moving on. All right. We're moving on. And we're moving on specifically to our guest in this season of All-Stars. Here is the guest that we like so much that we are now literal business partners. <laughs> Allison Stock is here. Allie. Hi. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm laughing so hard at that intro. I love that you just pulled out. You're like, yes, the melodica right here. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. Anyway that, was anyway, that was hilarious. Thank you so much for having me back. Hello, Chris. Hello, Jordan. I missed you both. Yeah, it's great to have you back. Thank Definitely you. the all-star of all-stars. I feel very favored right now. Well, I'm well, sorry. You know, I'm never letting it go. Uh, I'm never letting it go. You have favored status. It's I'm great. never letting it go. It was the funniest thing I ever saw. We Weirdly <laughs> and shockingly, not the meanest uh, response we've ever gotten on the show. Oh. Well, let's not talk about that. No, we're not going to talk about it. I think it was one of the meanest things directed at me, which is exciting. I mean, yeah, most people find you incredibly charming. Exactly. And who would blame them? Yeah, right. <laughs> so. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Love it. Uh, yes. Now, Allie, of course, you and I talk all the time, but it's been a hot minute since you've been here on uh, Sailor Biz. Yes, we're on our, we're on our New Year's break. We we need to do a, a Xena. Soon. Yeah, we we've got a. I was gonna bring up our schedule later, but I'll email you tomorrow. <laughs> later, later on the show. <laughs> I meant earlier, um, not later. Around. Let's wait for the act break at least. <laughs> later on, we'll be having we'll be scheduling. <laughs> you don't want to miss it. No, Allie. <laughs> do you have any recent Sailor Moon developments in your life? Um. No. <laughs> well, no. Actually, I. This is quite funny. 
So as you, as some of you may know, I am a photographer, and back when cons were still allowed to happen, I photographed quite a few Sailor Moon cosplayers. And actually, this is uh, should I just get right into it because it's hilarious? Yes, I'll just get right into it. I always thought I saw the Sailor Starlights thing, like this season of the show, because I recognized the three characters. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, no, I have never <laughs> actually watched these episodes. I've only just like sucked it all up from like anime turnpike shrine sites Amazing. from my youth and thought that I had seen it. So I'm watching these episodes and I got to say, lots of fun watching two strangers die. <laughs> two people that I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, so no, you mean up till up till today you have never you had. So you watched this episode with no context. Well, I have I have a little context, and the context is that at Anime NYC back in November of 2019, I was booked for this huge Sailor Moon group shoot, and it was like 20, it was like everyone but like one or two scouts, and I was doing a big group shot of everyone, but because it was taking everyone's song to come in, I would do so, I was doing solos with everyone individually. And my friend Hane shows up and he's wearing, he's amazing. He has this like drag Galaxia cosplay. And he's like, I'm Sailor Galaxia. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but okay. <laughs> so I took his pictures. It was great. I did some fun effects. And then they're like, oh, there's the cat. And oh, there's the fighters. And oh, there's this and that. And I'm just like, yes, I know exactly who these characters are because I've watched Sailor Moon, obviously. And I was so clueless that I just sort of rolled with it. To the point, like, I just looked up reference pictures to get my edits done, and everybody really liked the edits, so I'm just kind of like, all right, I passed. <laughs> and um, so, so I, secrets out, I'm a bit of a poser. I did watch Sailor Moon in my youth. I do know that happened, but, but no, I don't know who half the people in this episode are, and I was fine. Like, I was happy to just be rolled along. So, no. That's, that's hilarious. So, no, I have no Sailor Moon developments in my life um should i have lied and said yes like i feel weird no no no, <laughs> no, no, no. don't need to i mean you, listen you should have gone out and cultivated when you, you knew this was coming wow. honestly i liked i liked you should wait i should have gone out and watched back the content no, no. Should have gone out and done done a sailor moon thing yeah he wants you to oh, have generated have. sailor moon oh. life experiences you could have told You're us right. about <laughs> well that was i mean i have when was the last time i was on this show oh geez let's look not check. since yeah because i've been getting really into the cosplay photography scene and i don't think i was as in it as i am now and i don't think i was really that in it last time i was on here all right looks like the last time i see you having been on here was episode was sailor moon s movie part two mm-hmm. bill noy the science boy <laughs> Um, (laughs) and let me see when that was what year is it (laughs) there we go bill noy the science boy no where is it i can't find it oh here we go wow uh okay march 17th 2019 all right so my entire cosplay photography career has happened since then basically so yes i guess i have had sailor moon developments um which you can see on my instagram What's the wanna. awesomest Sailor Moon costume you've taken a picture of? Or, and I've been mean Sailor Moon theme, not, not actually just Usagi. I mean, I've got to say that group shoot at Anime NYC was really exciting. Like, it got, it got really crowded at the end. It got kind of difficult to get everyone together. But, like, towards the beginning, man, the fucking light was incredible. And I got to, I like, I got to do all these cool glamour shots with all these, like, really, really nice, like, like, okay, the New York City Sailor Moon cosplay community 
is insane. They're so passionate. They're co- it's kind of died down quite a bit, obviously, but I love the Moonies. That's what that's what they call themselves, the, the New York Moonies, like the cosplayers. Mm-hmm. And it's really funny. There, <laughs> there's actually this other photographer who sometimes shoots with them, and he gets really territorial whenever they shoot with me. And it's like I'm like I'm just working, sir. Like I'm just 32 years old. I'm an adult. Like, and he always gets really petty. And so that's always been fun. like I get really, I get joy from other people being angry. But not like for nothing, like for no reason. You also had a great four years. <laughs> what? Oh, what do you mean? The era we live in. With, oh, the oh yes. yeah. I mean, yeah. the world is bad. But I, I just mean <laughs> when people are petty and shoot. I I just mean there's a lot to be angry about, and I think it's funny when people choose to be angry about like extra things that don't really matter. Like that. Like you're there's enough to be angry about. You don't have to make up fake problems but i do like i just like the idea i don't like being perceived all the time but i like the idea of people knowing that i exist which i guess is contradictory but it just makes me smile it just tickles me i guess means i'm doing good and so that is my sailor moon development is getting in with the new york moonies making one guy really angry because he's petty and making lots of friends lots of good clients taking lots of good pictures that's terrific Jordan, since it's been a while, we, I, I don't believe I have any particular Sailor Moon developments. Mm, gosh, I don't think I do either. Let me think. I just let me think really quick. Uh, no, no, I definitely, I definitely d- did not. Uh, I, I haven't. I, I, I gotta be honest with you. I haven't thought about Sailor Moon very much <laughs> since last time we we recorded an episode, which has Can't. been. An so unfortunate long time. Pretend, buddy. You're oh, I mean, okay. Let me try it again. Uh, let me take that again. Uh, Chris, I don't have any Sailor Moon developments, but I'm just living the Sailor Moon life. Mm, not studying. Yeah, exactly. Easy yeah. way out. <laughs> aren't we all? Aren't we all the Usagi of the situation? I didn't catch up on any Sailor Moon developments. Jordan hasn't really either. Chris hasn't really either. Like, we're just we're just Usagiing our way through this. Someone should give us mm-hmm. simple and easy Sailor Moon developments that we can accomplish in these unprecedented times. Hey, hey, I've got one. Here's yeah, a good oh, Sailor Moon development. We watched Sailor Moon episode 195. Masterful segue. You can tell oh. you're a pro, Allie. <laughs> Segways are my specialty. That's, a, that's, a, that's an effing professional right there. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah, we did. So, I, do, do you guys want to just talk about it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's let's <laughs> fucking go. As Ali mentioned, we watched episode one hundred and ninety-five of Sailor Moon, or rather, Sailor Stars. It's got multiple titles, and the Viz one is not my favorite one of these. The dub name of it is uh, Princess Kaku Parishes Advent of Galaxia. Yeah, that's not, uh, The that's other not translation great. of the name is Princess Kaku Burns Out Galaxia on Earth, <laughs> which I think is better, and also, much like my favorite Sailor Moon titles, completely spoils what happens in the episode. I mean, mm. both of them do. Uh, it was written by Kazuhiko Kobe, directed by Masahiro Hosoda, and the animation director was Michiaki Sugimoto. It originally aired on December 14th, 1996. <laughs> it's almost my birthday. <laughs> it's almost my birthday. 
And while we're on the subject of giving this episode different names, it's time for us to give it a different oh, name. Shit. Okay. Obviously, the dub name comes from the current Viz dub, but what if Journey With Me into an alternate timeline where, where these seasons of Sailor Moon were translated by our good friends at Reginald H. Cloverway and Associates? <laughs> what would be the terrible American title of this episode? Allie, do you have one? Hmm. How about, well, because she dies and then it's their last show. So I'm sure that there's some connection we could make, some kind of fun, silly pun. You know, you know, death is hilarious. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> that's what, honestly, that's what I've been meditating on for the last like 20 seconds and I haven't been able to come up with anything. Here's one, here's one, here's one. one. Here's one, here's one. Their last show and it's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> one killer worry. concert. Oh, Sailor one killer Star concert. Say goodbye. No, no, no. This is not, these aren't the Japanese titles. These are the short, punchy, terrible American ones. A killer concert is pretty excellent. <laughs> All right, he, here's mine, which I think All is right. this is. I, I'm surprised that that you didn't get the, to this one because this is very low hanging fruit. Okay, lights out. Oh, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right. Uh, you know good. what? We're gonna. It's it's really good. We're going with Killer Concert. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's it was too good. I'm sorry. Kids aren't gonna get something that sophisticated. They'll get Killer Concert. It, it has it. It doesn't literally have uh, the same letter, but it's the same sound. Killer Concert. We got to go with that. It's simple. Love it. Love the the audible alliteration. <laughs> Listen, I love a percussive listen. consonant. Here's, in this here's, house. Yeah, yeah. here's my whole thing. Uh, sorry. Did you have a whole thing or did you not really have a whole thing? <laughs> no, I didn't actually. I'm sorry. I I've been there. Didn't. I've been there. You my lead bad. up to something, you hope it comes to you, and sometimes it's not. I edit them out of my Xena business, but they do happen. As much as this episode is is built around that that that, that final concert of the three lights mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. they're going to sing two songs two whole that, songs that we hear but yes that we hear there is i think a a more important issue that is going on especially here at the top of the episode and that is um memory's fucking dead oh that um I w- wait is he dead i thought wait. he went to college in america <laughs> so hold on <laughs> All right, Allison. Uh, so this is going to be fun because we get to catch you up on some context. Here's what happened. He got on a plane to America. Mm-hmm. It was very fraught because, you know, obviously these are going to be separated, but they said, we'll get we'll right every day. And the plane took off and then uh, a magical light flew into the plane into his window that he was sitting at. And that was the last anyone has ever seen of him. Oh, so Galaxia killed him. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Oh. There's only a few episodes left, so we're gonna uh, presumably we will find out what happened to the future king of the uh, world. Oh, prince of the earth? <laughs> to the king now? Uh, I, I, okay, so uh, you, I, I understand your hesitance because you want to say no, no, he's not the king because she's the queen. But I think in that enlightened time, we can just say, yeah, there's a queen and a king, and the queen is more important. That's okay. I don't know. Prince Charles is still Prince Charles, and he's like on death's door <laughs> no no i know but there's the whole thing of like if there's in the in england if there's a queen and she marries someone 
that person is not the king because if there's a king, they automatically are more powerful than the queen. And I say, no, that's fine. We're not going to do that. Wait, We're is Prince, say, is Prince Charles? Wait, is Prince Charles? I don't watch. You're the Crown. thinking of I'm Prince thinking Philip. Of Philip, yes, and sorry. he's the prince, and they had to make him the prince. Yes. He didn't automatically become the prince, but he's never going to be the king, no matter what. Whereas if a king marries a queen, she is, or marries a woman, she becomes the queen. Yes, because, because a woman is less than exactly, a man. Exactly. I see clearly. <laughs> but I think in in Crystal Tokyo, there can be a king and a queen, and the queen is just the one who is whoever rules rules it's fine yeah they each have their own planet earth no no they're they're both on earth they're both on earth in the the future well she's the queen oh she's queen of crystal tokyo or is crystal tokyo done like where are we where okay (laughs) here's the thing here's the thing okay i've said i haven't watched this and i haven't i did watch this episode and i didn't i didn't know any of the context i felt very lost but here's the thing like i grew up watching in, I grew up like intermittently watching Dragon Ball Z and you know that show has like 20 episode long fight scenes 50 episode long fight scenes like every fight scene is like a one piece story arc but like Dragon Ball Z, I know it's for children this is all for children but Dragon Ball Z like fills you in a little better and it's kind of like they, they do these like throwaway lines where they're like and this person said this before and now they're catching up and here's where we are and then like then you can enjoy the fight this episode was wonderful like there are lots of fun things that i enjoyed about it but i was just like even there was the context that was given to me i was so i i didn't i'd love to be caught up to speed honestly i think the answer is that the show the show is kind of going it's five episodes before the end of the show like Right. If you didn't watch it, you're fucked. Um, we're not going to say that to you, but I think that's what Sailor Moon is saying. Because again, I mean, they, it's, it's not Sailor Moon's fault. Well, but I mean, but in the defense of Allison and all other viewers who skipped around in the series, much of the series, while there is an ongoing plot, you can just watch the episode because here's what happens. They fucking encounter a bad guy, fight at the end. Like it doesn't right. Really matter. Whereas by this point in it, they're going, no, it matters. Like you need to know what's going on. So well, for me personally, that was like, who's the baby? Who's the princess? <laughs> well, what, what is okay, gender? Great news for you, Allie. <laughs> we have still no idea who that child is. All right. Really? Well, I, can I have like? Can I have a minute? Yes. Can I have one minute, Chris. Can I take? Can I have that minute, or is that allowed? You may. Oh, okay. I'll allow it this time. That, I oh, just, that's why I'm asking permission. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so here's what's going on. These three uh, man, uh, boy band celebrities started going to school with Sailor Moon. Uh, it turns out, surprise, they're not actually uh, Japanese boys. They are Sailor Scouts from another planet f- in a different galaxy? Or no, somewhere far away in this galaxy. Their another plan- solar system. Another solar system. Their planet has been destroyed by Galaxia, and they came here looking for their princess, and they do not give a fuck what is happening to Earth. They are only here to find their princess, and in fact, that's why they became pop stars, because they can sing about searching for oh, their love, by which yeah. they mean their princess, and they will try to find her. Eventually, uh, the Sailor Scouts meet them, and uh, Galaxia is sending these other Sailor Scouts who are evil to Earth, uh, and those Sailor Scouts are trying to collect star seeds. And they pull star seeds out of people. And when the star seeds turn out not to be like the awesome versions of star seeds, they could turn out to be like shitty star seeds. Then uh-huh. the sailor, the the people whose star seeds were pulled out, also turn into fucked up monster oh. Sailor Scouts. Okay, which you're not seeing any of in this, but that is a thing that <laughs> happened. And okay. and the the Sailor Starlights. Who, by the way, as Sailor 
sailor guardians are are women, even though in their in their civilian identities they are men. Yes, very beautiful men. Yes, they uh, they see these people uh, with their their seeds pulled out who turn into monsters, and they go, "Who the fuck cares? Kill them!" Like, <laughs> and Sailor Moon goes, "No, no, these are like human beings. Look, what can we like save them?" <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and she does, and they sort of have uh, while Memoru is now gone the whole time. Uh, one of the these these the these boys who is in the school sort of starts flirting with her, mm-hmm. and because she's Usagi and she loves everyone and is nice to everyone, she like doesn't really reciprocate, but she is like very nice and and goes along with him on a lot of things. Yeah, she sure does seem to be yearning quite a bit. Well, by this point, she sort of does more, but it's all it's mostly I think because she's so messed up about the fact that Mamoru hasn't gotten back to her. And uh, meanwhile, this little girl showed up. This little baby showed up. And they went, who the fuck is this baby? None of us know the answer. She she only repeats things she hears. They call her Chibi Chibi. They joked about maybe she's your other daughter. But nobody <laughs> knows the answer. She just lives with them now. Eventually, they find out that the princess that the, 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 the three lights have been looking for has been living inside of an incense burner that the little baby has been carrying around. Oh. And the princess comes out and goes, yeah, I heard your fucking songs. I just wasn't ready to come out. Like, sorry, guys. And well, she- that, oh, that could be like a metaphor for coming out, especially <laughs> since the season deals with gender. You're not ready to come out. You're not ready to come maybe, out. Maybe. maybe. You, can someone, you can force someone out of the closet. But by the way, Jordan Jordan mentioned the, the uh, incense burner. Incense burner, <laughs> yeah. Um, which I do not believe we saw prior to no. that episode. No, we did. I, I don't remember seeing it anyway. I don't think we did. I'm looking it up. Um. So then, uh, uh, uh oh, it's cute. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, by the way, it's Taylor Chibi Moon is gone. Don't worry about it. She okay. just never comes back. That's from what we understand. That's fine. We're yeah. We're, I'm thrilled. Um. So this is, this, the baby is like the better version of Chibi Moon. She's much quieter, not nearly <laughs> as manic. So Fun. basically, the, the then the most recent stuff that happened is uh, they all kind of found out each other's secrets. They all found out that the, the scouts found out that the starlights were the starlights. The starlights found out the scouts were the scouts. Um, and then in a they but they all were still being dicks to each other and going like no nah. well not the, the scouts were not dicks obviously the starlights were still like yeah but Ray still fuck you still fuck you we don't want to help you mm-hmm. and um sailor moon's like but why like i'm a good person and they're like yeah well whatever <laughs> um and meanwhile the outer senshi show up and are like it's our job to keep people from other solar systems out of our solar system so oh, well, they obviously failed. we blew it exactly but still yeah, where, where was Taylor Pluto during this? like wasn't she supposed to stop the gate twice they have failed at their only job <laughs> and they're pissy about it like it's their like it's sailor moon's fault no it's not anyway now the princess is back and they're going we got to stop galaxia how we don't know and that's where we are Okay. Nobody is really sure who's on whose side, other than the fact that all the scouts are obviously on the same people's side, are on the same side. They just don't want to admit it yet. 58, 59, one minute. Yes. Amazing. I feel very caught up now. Thank you. I hope it helped. I hope it helped. Well, I will say I knew of the Starlights because I liked their design when I was a kid, but I never got to see their episodes. And um, I do want to give a quick shout out to this cosplayer. who Her name is Rizuki. And back at Anime NYC 2019, she cosplayed as Seiya. So that's how I, so I know who Seiya is. And I got to shoot with her. I got to shoot with her at Anime NYC. And then again, at KatsuCon back in February. And I know she's like 
very passionate about Seiya. She loves this character. So since we are talking about Seiya, I do want to shout out Rizuki, who does a good Seiya cosplay. Oh, one other thing about the lights is that <laughs> the reason they're called the three lights is that all three of them are named light. And so we have we sometimes will call them the three mics because we're like in the American version, they would all just be named Mike. Mike? Like the names that they have, Seiya, uh, Taiki, and Yaten, those Yaten. are their la- those are their family names. Oh, they're all light. So light, say light, and light. Oh, or you could do I mean, like not, it's not light. It's probably it's a, is it light could, or is it the the word for it's, light? It's, I don't know. It's co. Yeah, there you go. You could do a Death Note thing and call them like Raito. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't know. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> we're just gonna call him Mike. We so we call them sometimes. We if, if we say the three mics, that's what we're healer talking. Mike, fighter Mike. <laughs> Uh, whatever mike well no because those wouldn't be mics those that's when they're then when they're women michelle yeah okay this road's a dead end no yeah we're not going to explore it anymore i just wanted to tell you it's getting cut out we hit it we hit it i love it all right so let's let's do this so it's the episode kicks off the end of the last episode was yusagi breaking down crying and going like i just want mamo to finally answer me yeah um and and he's not answering because he's fucking dead. It's, it turns out. We, you say it turns out like we learn in new information. We don't. Well, I. Well, we do in a minute. We do in a minute. Percent sure that that Usagi wasn't had never heard from him, and also no one had heard from him. Um, in in fact, she, he's been imaginary the whole series. Mm. She, he, he's, oh, that he's her, funny. He's her he's Tyler Durden. He's been dead the whole time. <laughs> no, no, no. So the episode starts with her crying in the bathtub and uh, Ray comes over. Oh, we get to see bunless Usagi, which yes, is a rare uh, vision. We love her pajamas. The memory if he was still alive, would just call her head. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great joke. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we liked it. That's not as funny as as I shouldn't be laughing this hard. That was funny. So um. Ray comes over and she's like, hey, I called America. No, no, no. She doesn't say that. You're skipping ahead. Ray comes over and, and gives Yusagi shit because Ray is apparently so pro-monogamy that she's like, you, what are you doing with Seiya? You have a boyfriend. You have a future space husband. <laughs> right. But what up? I, I, I wrote in my notes. Um, for this part, like is Serena having like a bi panic? Like where like she the yearning is off the the needle is off the charts on the yearning chart. Like it's talking about needle tonight. It was very she's very she seemed very passionate. Well, it's she does at this point say like at one point in this episode she goes, "I love Mamoru. I also love everyone." Yes, yes, yes. I love that's that's an excuse. That's a good excuse to just like. I can see people using that as an excuse to like have an affair. It's like, well, I love my husband, but I love everyone. What but can I with, do? with Yusagi, it's true. I mean, that's her superpower is loving everyone. That's true. I also wanted to say really quickly right off the bat, this episode was animated so beautifully. Did anyone like it's got some nice stuff in it. Yeah. It was so it's nicely nice. drawn. Wow. I loved it. So Yusagi, while Ray is giving her shit for, for having a boyfriend and not being true enough to him. Um, that's when Yusagi finally breaks down and tells Ray, I have not heard from Memo since he got on this plane. Mm-hmm. 
And Ray is like, what the fuck? Like, how could you not have told us this? Which is fair. Yeah, who, who called America? That's in a minute. Ami does that. But first, okay. wasn't Ray like, why didn't you call him? And then Serena's like, I did. Yeah, he hasn't returned my calls. <sighs> yeah, in, in, in a minute, when we get to the parlor, that's when they say, yeah, he never. I called America. He never even showed up at his college. Yeah, which I love. Um, Ray, I, I actually wrote this down because I loved what Ray says at this point. She she gets mad at his side and goes, you should have said something sooner. This is frustrating. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, I'm with you, Ray. You are you are 100% correct on that. So while they're having this intense emotional conversation, Chibi Chibi just turns on the radio. And I love that Ray responds to this with logic <laughs> to this baby turning on the radio. She's like, no, baby, we're having a serious conversation here. This isn't radio time. Like, can you not do that when we're talking? Do you know, <laughs> is that not how you deal with, uh, with Darian at home? It is now because he's getting to be sensible. But again, as I've talked about with my Darian experience, I think it's from the Darian way Chibi Chibi acts. Yes. From the way Chibi Chibi acts, she is like max two years old. Like she is young. Anyway, the radio comes on and says, uh, this just in, the, the three lights are are breaking up. <gasps> But they are going to hold a final concert. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. <laughs> it's fast. Shit works fast in Tokyo. Oh, yeah. And do we then cut to the three lights? I think we do. And it, it makes sense to me that they break up because, like we mentioned to you, Allison, they, they literally, they didn't become pop stars because they love music or always wanted to be famous. They literally are like, it seemed like the best way to find our princess was becoming <laughs> huge celebrities. So Princess Kaku is who they were looking for. Yes. And now that she's there with them, they're like, they could have just left. I think it's nice of them. They're like, ah, one more concert. Why not? Well, that, that was my question. Why bother with the final concert? You already found your princess. And then they start introducing this thing about, well, no, we're going to have a concert to find the light of hope. And I'm like, the what now? Oh, there's another light. What is this? <laughs> and why do you think a concert will quote unquote find it? Like what 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 part of singing a bunch of songs to a bunch of teenage girls is making you think, ah, well, that will manifest the light of hope in some capacity? I don't know. I love city pop music and I always <laughs> feel hopeful when it comes on. Maybe <laughs> I could channel that. I mean, if that's what the light of hope means, it, like we just have to get enough people feeling hopeful, but I but they don't explain what the light of hope is, so I don't know what that means. Chris, any insight into the light of hope? No, not at all. <laughs> is, it, is, is, is hope anything you're familiar with at all? Wait. I, I think I've heard of it. <laughs> Wait, don't we also get a scene where Usagi is walking in the rain and she's, you know, thinking about her loves and she runs into Neptune and Uranus and they tell her to stay broken up with, with Mamoru and I wrote, I like, I didn't know what the context was when I wrote my notes. So I'm like, do they just want to keep her on the Wulu team? <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't think, no, they're, no, sorry. So that's, that's you. I think you're getting confused that they're not talking about Memo. They're talking about Seiya. Oh, I thought. Oh. They're saying, we told you to stay away from those three lights. How dare you want to go talk to them again? Um, and of course she wants to go talk to them because she's nice to everyone and friends with everyone. She loves everyone. She does. She loves her husband. And also, in the exact same way, in the exact same amount, she loves everyone. No, that's not what she says. I'm pretty sure it's the implied. Um, yet, yet again, in my notes, 
though, to Uranus and Neptune, I wrote, go fuck yourselves. Because <laughs> they literally just, like you said, they just roll up in the rain and go, I told you to stay away from that guy. And it's like, oh, I forgot. You're my fucking boss. Oh, wait, I'm the princess. <laughs> if someone could just isolate Jordan screaming, I'm the princess. <laughs> Sound, soundboard? New soundboard? Definitely. It's it's very it's very fr- speaking of which was also a thing I yell while I'm watching the crown except to saying I'm the queen so there you go. <laughs> it would be we are the queen. Yes, that's fair. We that's are fair. the queen. Yeah. And you wouldn't be yelling it; you would be like saying it imper- like imperiously. I, I also <laughs> I also made a note that speaking of royalty, that I'm kind of sick of Princess Kaki's noise slash smell. Her noise slash smell? I say noise slash so again, in the previous episode. The, what does she what, smell like? <laughs> I don't know, but it's very distinctive because when they found her in that in that incense burner, the reason they found her is because they the, the chibi chibi would walk by and they'd be like, I, I smell the princess. And they would do that <laughs> same lighting effect and that same little like, it's not a chime, but like electric chime thing they do every time we see her. Like, like every time she's on screen and i'm like okay i think i've had enough of that chime like we don't need to hear it every time really i see well you're not you'll you'll never hear it again (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i've watched every episode of this uh season and i don't i really don't know what the deal is with the light of hope like it's a thing they want to find, but I don't know why or what it means. Or... Is it not a metaphor? I thought I legitimately, up to this moment, thought it was a metaphor. Well, the reason I don't think it's a metaphor. Hope. They want, they want, they want but the light of hope, like, no. like how the rebellion wants it. No, no, Chris, this is Sailor Moon. They want a new hope, Jordan. <laughs> I know, I know. No, you were talking about you were talking about Rogue One, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, yes. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, we're all joking the same joke. No, they're not. T- they're talking because they use that name, the Light of Hope, with capital L and capital H, the same way they use Legendary Silver Crystal and all those other weird things like that. Like it's an artifact. It sounds like. Um, I mean, maybe on honestly, at this point, I do not know. I wish I knew more of. Like I know, I would say maybe ten percent more. Uh, of what's going on in this season than Allie does at this point. I will tell, I'm telling you, I am confident that when they say the light of hope with capital L, capital H, they are talking about something specific. Like they are not talking about, we just need to like pep up a little bit. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta get our spirit together. Like they're saying like, we need to find Come on, let's put the on light a of hope. <laughs> Which they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. I feel like it must have something to do with Usagi because Saya has been trying to woo her this whole forever, however long. No, he's just a hornball, though. He or they? What are they? What, what? Our, the, what we've been doing this season, Ali, is uh, what the show does, because it's kind oh. of our only choice, is that we refer to the uh, the three lights as he when they are in their civilian identities oh, and I as see. she when they are their sailor identities. Oh, okay. So we're adhering to their presentation. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, thank you for clarifying. I was I was curious. But as Saya, Saya is just like a shameless flirt. There was a scene between uh Saya and uh who was it? Mishiru where 
they were like <laughs> they were fucking laying it on thick i mean say beautiful and extremely sexy like Maru okay. who i would let him die on that plane i would jump into say <laughs> he's identical to love yeah. No. Well, Jordan, Ali, I'm actually glad you said that because this is a like kind of debate that we've been really? having over the course of the season. Oh, Say is wonderful. Not really like I think Saya's a huge jerk and I don't get it, but Saya is the preferred love interest of a lot of our listeners. Well, I do think Saya's a little tacky for quoting his own song lyrics as a way to woo Usagi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but to woo Usagi. To Usagi. Oh, oh. To Usagi. But God, what a dreamboat. Uh, I, I, well, listen, I'm going to pretend that you're imagi- you're, you're uh, racing his ponytail in your mind because the ponytails make them all <laughs> that's, ridiculous. That's a okay. rat tail. That is an elevated rat tail. <laughs> the, the ponytail's not great, but to be fair, it is the best of their three ponytails. Oh, sure. Sure. Hypes is the worst. <laughs> that forehead. That's a big forehead. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a huge forehead. I, I I noticed them. We were told we were told that the reason they all have ponytails is because they weren't going to have ponytails. And then uh, they told Naoko Takeuchi, Takeuchi that uh, short-haired dolls are not good looking. Like you need mm-hmm. long hair for a doll. Well, I mean, I feel like the ponytail, well, mm, because when they transform into the starlights... Starlights, the lights, mm-hmm. the starlights. The starlights. Thank you. So when they transform into the starlights, you see their flat male chests sprout breasts, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. think, and I, you know, we have Ami who has short hair, but it's still a very girly kind of haircut. So I feel like, I feel like their hair looks masculine when they're presenting male, and also looks feminine when they're presenting female. In a way, I don't know. Maybe yeah, those. Those transformation sequences are wild. And I think my favorite part of it is that there's a little gender reveal party in everyone <laughs> where the background starts as blue and then uh like there's a like turns pink at the start mm-hmm. of it. I didn't you notice that. I just on? noticed I noticed their flat butts expanding and their flat male-shaped chests sprouting bosoms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's this all how, happens. That's how gender it, it literally is. I mean, I remember back when um, because I used to watch this on YTV on like syndicated Canadian television. So the transformation sequences were, I guess, I guess the word for it is neutered. They were yeah. much more, they were much less censored, probably better. censored, neutered. I guess you're right. Censored is valid, but, um, they but, were no longer but, able to reproduce. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike the horny, the, the very sexual, the very, no, sorry. Um, no, but watching it, watching the Japanese cuts of this, I watched this one on Hulu. I watched the the Japanese the subversion, mm-hmm. and it's much more revealing of the physical. Like I know in Japan they have like shin, you show little penises all the time. Everybody knows what penis looks like when you're four years old. Like I I get it. They're very chill about body parts, like much more chill than Americans are. So it was just interesting to see how deliberate they were with the. Here is the male butt, and here is the male chest, and they are inflating. Now they are women. It was wild. I love. Uh, I love just being thrown into this. It's very fun. Well, I'm. I'm glad. It. it uh, like again, I can't even imagine coming into this episode with with never <laughs> having seen the rest of the season. It's. It, yeah. 
it's mad. That's it's madness. I don't know. I can I mean I considered looking looking I considered getting context, but like I don't know. It's, more, it's more fun this oh, way. Why? <laughs> why? Yeah, exactly. All right. So uh the lights are getting ready for their concert. And Usagi shows up and uh her and Saya ask for some private time and make like eight people walk out of the room or something like that. Like it's <laughs> I mean, which is I don't know. I feel like they could have gone somewhere, but they're like, <laughs> Can you all all leave? Yes, we have the room, you, please. You. Yes. It's very romantic. Romantic <laughs> gesture. And then he does this, he does the great bit where he goes, Don't be bothered by the fact that I love you. After this concert's over, I'm gonna run away with you. No, psych, psych. But what if I did do that? Because I could. <laughs> oh <laughs> just kidding. Unless. <laughs> And then he says, I wish I had met you sooner, which is literally the song lyrics that they sing. That's so tacky. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, bad move, Saya. <laughs> um, and yeah, she's she's just kind of like, listen, like, I, I'm just, like, I love you, but like, I love everybody, all that stuff. It, it's it's pretty ridiculous and kind of fun and, you know, emotional. Saya does have an amazing line in this scene, one? though. Uh, which is when uh, he says, I'm going to hit you with all of my feelings in my final concert. <laughs> <laughs> all the feelings. Well, if we're talking, if we're talking about Saya, I wanted to talk about, I guess I could mention how much I really loved the voice actress who played Saya, who I looked up on Wikipedia to see what else she'd done. And it, she actually, I don't know, have you talked about her at all? No, no. So her name is Shiho Niyama. And she did a bunch of stuff. She was active in the voiceover community for like eight or nine years. But then she died at age 21. She had leukemia. Oh, oh wow. So, but I was like, I'd written down like, who is this voice actor? She's incredible. I have to watch everything she's done. And I just got really a little emotional looking that yeah. up. Like, I'm like, wow, she's amazing. And she's done like, she has like 20 or 30 credits in her, in that, in that amount of time, like, but she's, I just think she's a really talented voice actress, like from this one episode alone. Like, I thought she was great. Wow. We, we I mean, again, as always, uh, you, thank, first of all, thank you for proving to our, our listeners once again how unqualified we are to do this. Um, no, no, I was just no, curious. No. <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not shaming, shaming you, obviously. I'm shaming us. We did not know that, or at least I didn't know that. And we certainly never talked about it. That's incredibly sad because yeah. you're absolutely right. Uh, she does a, a terrific job. Yeah, she's absolutely killer. So, like, I guess the, the positive spin is that there are so many great examples of her vocal performances that we can listen to. So, I I probably will go and do that after this because I really liked her. How do? What should I say? Should I like do, well, slip on a banana peel or something to bring the mood back? Oh, could you? Boing! <laughs> Boing! <laughs> um, well, I'll tell you what. You slipped on a banana peel and crashed right into the act break. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. Uh. Hey, Jordan. Yeah. And Allie. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Let's make Allie, make Allie do our ad for us. Oh. Are, are you enjoying the show? I'm. I'm yes. I love. I'm happy to be here. I'm really loving it. Good. Good. That's that's excellent to hear. Uh, oh, I see. What I hope going. everyone out there is enjoying the show, and I hope that perhaps they enjoy it so much that they would like to support us. Uh, any idea how they could go about that? Oh, me? Yeah, <laughs> sure. You can do it. You know the you Ooh. know the drill. Well, as you know, I co-host Xena Warrior Business, which is 
the sister podcast of this podcast, Sailor Business, hosted by Chris and Jordan. And together, with our powers combined, we are the business family of podcasts. We are a business. We are a business company. How do we call it? <laughs> business family? Um, we have a, basically, we have a Patreon. It's www.sailorbusiness.patreon. That part was all you had to say. I know. Pa- <laughs> Patreon.com slash Sailor Business. That's where it is. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Sailor Business. Thank you. And if you go there, you and you could pledge as little as a dollar a month if you want to be part of our business family. And that supports us, supports both of our shows and Jake, who edits Sailor Business. And it gets you access to bonus content and bonus episodes and outtakes and all kinds of other fun stuff that you could find at the website. That link. Yeah. That's right. And you could join the ranks of uh, supporters like the ones that we have to thank now going back to November. Oh, my. Yeah. So we we, we got a we got a handful of people. Uh, We have uh, Matilda. Thank you, Matilda. Thank you, Matilda. Cindy. Thank you, Cindy. Whoa. Thanks, Cindy. Somebody's really happy about Cindy. (laughs) We have uh, Brad. Thank you, Brad. Brad. Uh, Brandon. Thank Brandon, you, Brandon, thank you. Uh, and Bone Dirt. Whoa, Ooh, Bone, Bone Dirt. Dirt. Yeah. Love it. Love that name. Thanks. Thank you to all of them. It looks like I need to get in touch with uh, Brandon and Bone Dirt because they are on the very special $15 tier, which gets you a an, an enamel pin, which I had to explain what that was at the post office <laughs> this week. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, I did spend the first... Uh, Monday morning of 2021 at the post office, catching up on everything. Uh, all the international packages have now been sent. All the domestic ones have been sent. Uh, if you don't have your pin by, let's say, Valentine's Day, let me know. Uh, but everything right now should be out, except for Brandon and Bone Dirt. Love those names. It does sound like it, Brandon and Bone Dirt does sound like a like a goth uh, radio morning show. Oh, it sounds like a radio show. It sounds like a wrestling match. Like bone dirt is the incumbent and Brandon is the challenger. Yeah, right. It's, it's the right. incumbent is what it's called in a wrestling match. I believe that is correct. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm reading a lot of political journalism today. <laughs> I'm, I'm so happy to have someone else on the show who knows nothing about wrestling and is still <laughs> engaging with it. Like I don't usually have to do. That's wonderful. Thank you. Cheers. Chris is my only source of, wrestling and and that's plenty me too (laughs) no it's fun you you, listen you could get into it that's all i'm saying i don't have time for that in my life lucas brown tried to get me into it once and he did a very good job i don't have time for that in my life tell me more about this murder she wrote marathon you've been on (laughs) it's not a marathon i've been watching one episode a night that's not a marathon that's a sprint (laughs) that's what i've been spending a lot of time on lego <laughs> I I got a I got a season Legos for for Christmas. Oh yeah, anything cool? Oh, way, yeah, I saw I saw your Legos. Yeah, I got some really cool ones. Those book ones are really neat. The 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 oh the the Christmas Carol. It was awesome. Yeah. I I loved that one. I loved that one. And I just did a the the big BB-8 that gives the thumbs up, and it was like the most complicated one I've ever done. It was really fascinating. I loved it. Ooh, nice. Uh, so everybody, if you like sailor business, check out Lego. If you want to support Jordan buying Legos, <laughs> yeah, actually, kick us a little bit of money over at patreon.com slash sale business. And hey, thank you, everybody. Uh, last year was a rough one. Uh, so I do not 
blame anyone if they had to lower or drop their pledge. Not that I I do anyway. It's yeah, totally no. fine. We've had people contact us and be like, I'll 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 put it back up when I can. It's fine. Yeah, <laughs> we do a free podcast. It's nice of everybody to do this, and we're yeah. we're, we're thankful for for you doing it. Yeah, but, but uh, especially with life. these unprecedented times, uh, I very much appreciate everybody who stuck with us and was able to stick with us. If you were, because uh, that did help us out a lot. Uh, so thanks. Agreed. Yes, thank you all for supporting us. All right, and uh, let's get back to the show. Yeah. So, oh, we didn't mention that the lights, it's called the Three Lights Final Stage. Yeah, this is where... The killer concert. They have to fight Bowser at the end of the (laughs) song. I mean... And then they have to fight... Ultima Bowser. <laughs> to get the good ending. Oh, and I just made the connection that it's pouring rain outside. Um, okay, so it's pouring rain outside uh, during this Three Lights concert right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which is relevant because of what's about to happen. So, so first we get the end of a song, which you mentioned. I wish I had met you sooner. And I do want to mention about this. Like I said, Allison, uh, this is not a song I think we've heard before. We've heard a couple of their songs. We've heard Search for Your Love, which is the big song featured here, a, a, a couple of times now. Okay. But we've never heard this, this I Wish I'd Met You Before. And that's that makes sense because, like I told you, supposedly the only reason they're doing this is to sing songs to find their lost princess. And the I Wish I Had Met You Aww. Before so that I could have spent more time with you does not seem to get that message across at all. Wait, so they, do you think they made the song up on the fly for Usagi? I feel like Saya might have written the song in the oh. last couple of days, yeah. No, oh, definitely so not. Cute. It's definitely, I wish I would have met you sooner, princess, so that I could stop doing this. I wish I could <laughs> go ahead and meet you real quick. Please respond. <laughs> However you choose to respond. However Where the light of the moon cannot reach us? To respond. Do we know who wrote these songs, by the way, like for the show? IRL? No. Uh, I mean, probably. Oh, no, but we don't know. I'm not saying no one knows. I mean, they sound really emblematic of like any uh, city oh. pop kind of chill song. Uh, what do you got? What do you got? Todokano Omai, uh, My Friend's Love, uh, was written by Naoko Takeuchi. Uh, lyrics by Naoko Takeuchi, music composed by uh, Takanori Arisawa. Really? Uh, the song performed by Shiho Niyama as, uh, as Seiya. Wait, she... Uh, oh, Tsunoda as uh, Taiki and Chika Sakamoto as Yaten. And what song is that? That is uh, Todokanu Omoi, uh, My Friend's Love. <laughs> well, wait, that's not Search for Your Love, is it? I, I was just asking who was the real composer of I'm, any I'm just of these looking songs. at all the songs here. Yeah, because, like, do you guys know about City Pop? No. Oh, gosh. Okay. City Pop's a genre of music. It was popular in, like, the late 80s, early 90s in Japan. And it's and all of these like I don't really know how to pin it down, but um, I like to listen to a lot of city pop playlists when I'm working because they're really, really good. It's a really good mood. It's just a really good genre of music, and I really like it. Um, and so all of these songs sounded legit. So I just was wondering if they had any actual musicians who were famous at the time, right? Any of it. I mean, Naoko Takeuchi was pretty famous. Yes, but not for her music. Yes, she wrote the lyrics for Search for Your Love as well. And I just found the the music for that was 
Kisaburo Suzuki. And I'm trying to see who that person is. If, it was, if that he's person... a Japanese songwriter. Um, it says he is a J-pop songwriter. There you go. Guitarist. But in 1986, he had a song with Akina Nakamori, who was not a city pop singer, I don't think. <laughs> I, I looked up city on her wiki page, but she is very famous. No, I'm just looking for city pop connections, and there aren't any that I can find in the last 10 seconds. So they finish this. This uh, We get the last second of this, I wish I had met you sooner. And they go, we've been sending out this message, and like now we just want to send out one last message out into the world. We want to tell you how we feel with our final concert. And then they sing the song that we have heard before like this is not the first time we've heard search for your love we've heard search for your love before it's their single it's their hit single it doesn't i love it i actually really like this song it's fun but i do think it's kind of weird that they're like again we're gonna get this message out there and it's like no you like you literally don't have to get this message out there you found the person this song was about i don't understand what they're doing they're saying goodbye to their audience who has grown to love them over the short they, They've been very dismissive to their audience until now. Well, <laughs> like, they're apologizing <laughs> for it. They're making up for lost time. Um, and then the show does a thing that I surprised me, but I was okay with it because I like this song. Like I said, they play the whole song. Mm-hmm. I, it, again, it was just a surprise that they played a song we've heard a couple of times in its entirety to i guess celebrate that this is the final performance of this this band that we've been following for the last most of a season uh i i, I want to talk about the song for a little bit because I, I think it was in this one it might have been in the other one uh but all of these songs were written to find a space princess mm-hmm. um that is their explicit stated purpose and it's a concept album it's great and uh one of the one of the lyrics in this is uh Princess, answer me right now. (laughs) Which, in terms of subtlety, that's about like when Cobra uh, released that album Cold Slither by the band Cold Slither off the album Cold Slither. That included uh, subliminal messages, like the line, do not resist because Cobra is strong. Very subliminal, Mm. these messages. What could they possibly have meant? Who knows? Unknown. No one ever figured it out. No, I mean, you're right. This literally lays it out there. I hope my voice will reach you. Uh, it even talks about the scent, her scent, that, that is what actually <laughs> helps them find her. The, 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 all the, the, the smelling of the princess, that's like such a key factor in this episode. It's very, or in this whole season, it's very weird. Well, so here's- it's like, do you smell princess? And I don't even know what that would smell like. So are you saying this? So is all this to say that when Princess Kaku was saying that, oh, I wasn't ready, she was she kept hearing every time, answer me right now. And she's like, mm, no. Yeah. Maybe not. Absolutely. Absolutely. She heard them out there and was just like, oh, guys. Maybe next time. I mentioned it was raining because at the climax of the song, the the dome of the um the amphitheater they're in, it's a giant theater it's a giant arena the dome of the arena opens at the climax and apparently it has stopped raining and is now the sun is shining so it's this huge dramatic effect as the the roof opens up but wasn't it also nighttime it it seemed to be but it must have just been very cloudy okay i see 
an afternoon concert. Who who has a concert at night? Not the three lights, surely. Well, maybe it's night, but like, you know, 6 p.m. in the summertime. <laughs> anyway. We only have three lights. That's not enough to light up a dark stage in the evening. So they, oh. I almost didn't say it. I lights. held back and then I said it. Ugh. Um, there. So, so then, uh, a bad guy shows up, and an entire arena of people is gone in like one <laughs> second. Yeah, the 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 listen. The Japanese subway is very efficient. <laughs> <laughs> we can learn a lot from their trains. Take note, Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> I can't this. Uh, so, so it's uh, this is a so uh, okay. I, this is I, in that minute. I only had a minute, so I couldn't summarize everything for you. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, uh, I didn't go into the details of this bad guy. This is t- uh, Sailor Tin Nyanko. Is she a combination of Luna and Artemis turned no, evil? No, this is this is new. Yeah, uh, ahead, although I would understand why you would think that because uh, the show has once again forgotten those two cats exist. Oh, uh, that's oh my god! Where's Luna? You're yeah. right. Where's You're- Luna? Serena was not crying in the bathtub and Luna was not even around going, hey, what's going on? Like, yeah, but you know, know this is not like a new situation for Luna. <laughs> well, like aromatherapy is actually bad for cats. And you said oh. there was that incense holder. So they probably got the cats to a safe distance. So they <laughs> Seriously, though, if you have cats, please don't use your diffusers. Essential oils that. are poisonous for cats. Wow. So uh, this, is, this is Sailor Tin Nyanko. Uh, okay. who was hit by half of a Sailor Moon attack uh, in the last episode. Okay. And is therefore now a reverse Two-Face. Yeah. Yeah. She's half good, half bad. So She's did half she good, have... half bad, but she was bad and became half good. But oh, her Chris, evil side she... is on the same side as Two-Faces, which is the left side. But, but, but here's the thing, Chris. Was she, was she bad first? Well, no, it's like what Jordan was saying at the beginning, which is how... They were good, and then they had their seeds taken and then put back, and then they became bad, and now they're bad. Yeah, exactly. it turns out that uh, that she used to be good. Right. But then she was corrupted by Galaxia, and that's why, that's why her uh, outfit changed colors. Because, you know, when I wake up and I'm feeling a little <laughs> evil, I go to the more muted section of my wardrobe. If I'm feeling heroic, I definitely stick with the jewel tones. No, listen. <laughs> But if you had a sailor outfit, you wouldn't even have to. It's like a mood ring. It changes. If I color. had a sailor outfit, uh, I'd go a little something like this. And please picture that gif of Channing Tatum from Hail Caesar doing no Were I Sailor Moon, I would simply shoot Queen Bear. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she shows up and she is having a serious two-face meltdown where she's going like, I'm going to kill you. No, I can't kill you. That would be terrible. But I should. But I won't. <laughs> Um, which is a totally new development. This happened last episode. Okay, cool. And again, she shows up and literally the entire stadium has cleared out in less than a minute. And therefore, all the Sailor Scouts feel free to just transform in the middle of an arena on stage. We get a lot of transformation sequences. <laughs> yeah, we see all of the all of the Starlight. As we discussed before, their, their male features burgeoning into the feminine shape it's uh it's a it's a lot i mean again between that and the song there's a there's a lot of uh uh, reused not well i guess not reused footage because they did do new footage for search for your love but a lot of reused stuff i guess Mm -hmm. so sailor moon transforms as well 
what is she she oh she and again she's like oh how dare you uh you know get in the way of a, a heartfelt message from a, a pop group to their fans or something like that i don't remember yeah. the exact words and it was like again i was sitting there going like they, they, they didn't used to give like a shit about their fans they were like <laughs> real dicky to their fans yeah, they clearly do not care <laughs> there's only one fan that they care about there's one person that they're singing to exactly she's, not a fan. Exactly. she's an incense burner uh, sometimes a family can be a fan and an incense burner i'm talking about like objects like physical objects like a fan yeah i got it I, yeah. I got it. so after again a full season of being like Oh, by the way, Earth can go fucking fuck itself. Um, the Starlights are now like, no, no, we absolutely have to fight this one and kill her because she screwed up our concert. And the Sailor Scouts are again going, no, she clearly, look at her. Clearly, she could be saved. Clearly, it's, she's half good already. <laughs> like, what are, what are you talking about? Um, and... Uh, so they're trying to save her, but of course she's fighting and, and they're fighting each other and all of this stuff. And, oh, and, and as always the, their princess, the only person they give a shit about is like, why are you guys being so assholes? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe if the princess had come out of her incense burner sooner, she could have set them on the righteous path. Yep. 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 But no, they didn't. And right when it seems like, uh, love and rationality will prevail. The two, the two things that Sailor Moon always fights for. Love and rationality. <laughs> Galaxia herself shows up in a wave that is filled with so much hate. <laughs> although Thanks, I... Great observation. Although, actually, I, I don't know if she's really there or if she's doing, like, force projection because she's, like, see-through. But she is able to interact with objects that are present. Right. So it's it's a little unclear. I think she's there enough. She she's she's plenty there. <laughs> like I don't know. And uh she just goes, "Oh, uh you guys are arguing about what to do with Tinyako. Um how about she just dies?" And she just kills her. So brutal. She just stone cold kills her on the spot. Wild. And I, I I was much more upset by that death than I was about the the promised death in the title, because I felt I actually felt bad for her. I mean, again, having not felt bad for these evil scouts the entire time because they were evil, like seeing that I was like, oh wait, hold on, she's not actually evil. I really thought they were going to save her. I absolutely believed Sailor Moon is going to save her by the end of this episode. Yeah, she she got her halfway there. Like I think yeah. that's what I think that's what does it is we've never seen anyone get. Uh, S Sailor Moon healed and then get killed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That would have been sad too if they got her and then and, and then lost her. I think that would actually even be less sad because she would have died like at least, you know, fully redeemed. This one, she's like in the middle of the struggle. Because then she would have gone to heaven. <laughs> no, but then but she, she would have gone to heaven. Like we will <laughs> when we finish 200 episodes of this show. I don't know. I don't think she would have been redeemed because she wouldn't have done anything. It would have been Sailor Moon absolving her. Yeah, but it would be like when Boromir dies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. that not for nothing. Like, like you said, Ali, this is a very well animated episode. I think it's like mm -hmm. they're like six episodes left. Okay, where's all that budget we've been saving up? Right, the art was beautiful. Every all of the everyone was animated so nicely. I didn't see any like weird corner cutting like we see in 
every other episode of every other anime ever other than the oh. long uh, transformation sequences <laughs> Yeah, I mean that they've got it on. They've got that in the bank. They, they got it. That really, that really dramatic shot of Tinianko's bell, uh, mm-hmm. like falling down, which is like so silly, but like I, I think really, really good. It was. It was. Well, good. this show puts an importance on cats, and it's sad to see a cat get hurt or I mean, die. Yeah, I mean people too, I guess, but like cats, man, cats are the best. I. I that's weird <laughs> that's weird i don't know what in that. in the american sailor moon remake uh luna is a dog oh, oh get yeah. a- i'm out she has a little hot dog in her mouth wherever she goes she has to talk around it because it's she just skateboards. Like... come on luna's a cat but artemis is a dog how about that mm. uh, no, they don't I'm have not... to end up together i know i'm not i just don't like as as the as the show's only dog person currently like i don't want you can keep artemis but Artem- but think about it. Artemis is more of a dog than Okay, than- what if what if Luna, since Luna has the British accent in the the dub that we all love, what mm-hmm. if Luna was a little corgi? <laughs> a little black corgi with a moon on the top? No, no. Besides, didn't well, we already decide she's a corgi? <laughs> didn't we already decide she's a scorpion? Mm, we do have actually we have art of Luna as a scorpion as well that uh <laughs> that was sent in, which is wonderful. That's a that's for the longtime listeners. All right, so Galaxia starts attacking the scouts, and everybody's like, we don't have the power to fight these scouts. Um, She's attacking the princess, obviously, and the princess is like, I'm going to hold her off as long as I can, but, I mean, this obviously isn't going to go well. Yeah, have you seen the title of the episode? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Uh, <laughs> don't have a great feeling about this one, boys. Killer concert, like we said. <laughs> Killer last show, huh? Oh god. So no encores. <laughs> oh no encores is pretty good too. All right. Kill the lights. No, they don't the lights don't die, but or do they? <laughs> I don't know. So all the scouts literally just watch the the princess get killed. Like they don't try attacking alongside of her or <laughs> they don't even like don't even like put their hands on their on her shoulders. No, no nothing. Scream princess. Some of you have done this before. They don't take the opportunity to escape either. They just stand there and watch her die. But also, why do they the, the starlights are screaming princess, princess? But the Japanese word for princess is hime. Why don't they scream hime? They're literally saying like sasu and like what? The same reason that I'm sure th- that there is a Japanese word for energy, and yet. <laughs> For this entire series, they've been draining people's energy. I mean, obviously, they are from a space culture that speaks English, like in Star Trek. No, but like I remember back when I was watching when I first Star Wars, they're speaking basic. No, but I remember when I first saw like Princess Mononoke. I was in college and I was talking about it. I was like, "Wow, what a great movie, Princess Mononoke!" And someone was like, "It's actually (laughs) called Mononoke." I'm like, "Oh, fuck off! I'm 21 years old. I don't care." Oh, good times! Now and now the and now the needle the needle shifts the other direction. Oh, oh, you're uh you're watching My Hero Academia. That's great. I'm watching Boku no Hero Academia. Oh my god, Jake! Literally, did you listen? To, did you listen to the episode of the grievances? No, I didn't. Is that all? Jake, I'm, that I'm, was I'm surprised. That was literally Jake Mason's fandom grievance. Is 
the pretentious anime gatekeeping shithead calling it Boku no Hero instead of My Hero Academia when it literally says My Hero Academia in the fucking title of the Japanese show and manga. Well, <laughs> I dropped off after season I mean, three. I don't know what's going on with that. The show. show's called Sailor Moon. And not Senshi Moon. Right. Or Senshi. Or, yeah, and not, or not, and not, I'm, they have, I guess her name is Princess Kaku. Like she's not Hime Kaku. Her first name is Princess. She's not even royalty. Oh my god, just like Zena. She's not an actual princess. It's just in her name. (laughs) Oh god. So uh, princess. It's like that that's our alley. That's our princess. (laughs) Oh my princess. All right. You're Princess Alley. There is a Uh, there is a caterer in town. Princess Alley? That that we've uh that we've used uh, actually got um ac's birthday dinner uh from them and then we got uh some stuff from them for christmas and uh one of the reasons that i was like oh no we are definitely trying this out is that the the chef's name is her name yeah oh her first name is princess no her name is queen precious jewel Ooh, oh i love that which is fucking rad i love oh, that my. wait by the way really quickly does aiden now go by ac yes Okay, thank you. Oh Wait, gosh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize. That. No, it's, it's it's fine. She just got tired of people misspelling her name. It's valid. It's totally valid. Okay, so the princess, whether she princess, whether she is the princess or not, <laughs> a princess. Her star seed comes out, and this is a real star seed. Now, for again, in previous episodes, the star seed will come out, and then it'll turn black, and they'll turn into a monster. Hers comes out, and it just is shining beautifully. And Galaxy is like, finally. This is what I've been looking for. Here we go. This is the oh, stuff. Man, this, this is that good one. <laughs> this one hits different. <laughs> and she just takes it. Sailor Moon doesn't attack. I don't know what happens. It doesn't work. It just like goes through her, I guess. Because she's only half there. What? Is she only half there? <laughs> yeah, remember she was like see-through? I, I don't remember. I'm, she's I'm, like, I'm trying to get there now. That's my, remember. That's why I was saying I don't know if she's really there or if she's just force projecting because yeah, she's like is she, is she? she's like see through and the hey, the attack just goes right through her. Hey Jordan, Jordan, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Last Jedi's the best of those movies, right? Um, <laughs> I, I really love it. I I I have a personal love for Force Awakens more, but I do really like Last Jedi so so much. Last Jedi, Last Jedi, pretty fucking good. It, it I love it. I love. I it. never saw the third one. Was that good? <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm tapping out. <laughs> so, so, uh, uh, so, but then it gets it gets weird. I know you're gonna you're surprised that Sailor Moon gets mm-hmm. weird um, because <laughs> especially at the end of the season. Yeah, I know that princess is dead and she falls over. Except instead of falling over like normal, she falls into a bottomless void. And Sailor Chibi Chibi jumps after her and takes her by the hand. And I'm sitting there going, "What the? F- is this a m- metaphor? What is happening? Is, yeah. Like, is, what is, what is <laughs> metaphors anymore?" Here's here's what it looked like to me because Princess Kaku and Chibi Chibi have the same hair color, so clearly. I wonder if Chibi Chibi is like the reincarnation of Princess Kaku and they kind of just overlapped in the timeline so that when Princess Kaku dies, she's like, it's okay because Chibi Chibi is still there. So I'm still there. I just have to grow up again, but that's okay. I mean, there's some kind of connection because like, like we said, she lived in her, in her incense burner and all that. Right. But, but I just don't get the whole falling into an abyss and then all of a sudden it just fades to her lying on the ground and it's like, wait, what, what? I think the abyss, the abyss was a metaphor. That's weird, dude. Abyss was in her mind. 
And then she turns into red sparklies that smell like incense, I guess. And it drifts away and the scouts scream. But before she, oh, before she dies, she goes, the light of hope. We found the light of hope. And then she fades into nothingness. This random toddler that showed up out of nowhere. You know, I, I need to go get a new air freshener and I think I'm I'm gonna get uh I'm gonna get princess. <laughs> Just hang that that little tree up on my rearview mirror. And then uh right as she's peacefully drifting away and you go, Oh, was that like a sad ending or a happy ending? Uh black lightning crackles all over Tokyo and everything else. Jefferson Pierce? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. From the outsiders? <laughs> Actual lightning that is colored black. I don't know actual lightning. Is, is, is that like post-New 52? <laughs> God damn it. Well, uh, what a time. That's the end of the episode. That's the end of the episode. Wow, I feel like we've learned a lot. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> what did we learn? Oh, she. Uh, by the way, she became one with the Force. There was a lot of, a lot of Star Wars yeah. in this one. Yeah. There, there's not. There's not. Not a lot of Star Wars in this one. <laughs> so yeah, uh, now it's time to talk about what we learned for this episode. Time for Sailor Business Says. We always try to take a, a, a good lesson away from each episode. Allie, as our guest, technically, we will start yeah. with you. Uh, what lesson did you learn from this episode of Sailor Moon? I learned the lesson of not being tacky. Because it's tacky to quote your own music, especially when you're trying to woo a lady. Like, that's lame. Speak from the heart. Don't feel like recite your lyrics. Come on, Saya. Like that's that's cheesy. That's cheesy. Don't do that. Especially lyrics you wrote about a different space princess. Exactly. When you've are <laughs> exactly. That's the lesson I learned. Don't be tacky, like Saya. Gosh, what did I learn from this episode? I you know I enjoyed this episode, but I'm not sure. I I, I I'm having a hard time finding even a joke to say. I learned about. It. <laughs> um, I learned that uh, even if you don't give a crap about your fans at all like literally you're like i don't even i don't do this for the fans i do it for one person and that person is right over there and i don't care about any of them you just do a final concert anyway it's it's just how it works you just do it you got you gotta even if you don't like your fans some Mm -hmm. of them back your patreon yeah like imagine you call them trash piles (laughs) <laughs> what what kind of financial suicide would that be <laughs> uh no I, I thought this was an enjoyable episode and i yeah. learned a very valuable lesson which is if your future space husband dies you should maybe tell someone oh that's fair you know what i should have learned that i missed it it's it's she accurate doesn't, she doesn't know he died she just thinks he might have yeah and then All right. but then ami Calls calls America, which is is at one nine hundred USA <laughs> rules. Uh, how how long uh, how long do you not hear from your boyfriend in another country before you tell someone about it? How, how what's the oh, probably like story. when the plane lands? I mean, I know it's the nineties and they had like long distance <laughs> and all that, but uh. Probably gonna gonna want to make sure that that plane got there. That's fair. Are we sure he's not just busy with college? Like, are we sure? Well, we weren't until this episode. That is what we learned. Ami called them and they said he never arrived. So, okay. <sighs> it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Yeah, lesson Obviously. learned: always call your loved one when the plane lands. 
that is also a good lesson. I mean, but it, but it, although it's a lesson that Memo can't learn because he did not land. <laughs> nope. That, my man uh, died in the beginning of this season. We'll see. We'll it's see. Wild. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, no, I I also like this episode. Like Ali, like you said, it's it's really beautifully animated. Mm-hmm. Jordan, I think you were right on with like the actual like that's kind of the fun thing about the show having those titles is that like they say like oh okay Princess Kaki is gonna die. They didn't say anything about uh, Tinianko. Uh, and like th- no. I thought that was one of the show's more affecting deaths, probably like the most effect, like genuinely affecting death since, like what, like uh, 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 Nephrite, probably. Mm. Oh sure, uh, somebody yeah. must have died since. Because I mean, like I am, I am affected by the deaths of the witches five, but like in in the, they make me laugh very hard. I mean, a lot of the show. I, I mean, a lot of death on this show is very abstract. And so when they go for something this brutal, uh, even like Mamoru's death is abstract. Like, oh, he never, he didn't call when he landed. Like, oh, he never no, showed up. We see the universe. plane explode. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh. The plane did not explode, Chris. Well, the plane is flying and then there's a flash of light and it's right. gone. A plane exploding right. would make news of some sort. <laughs> I feel like maybe a plane disappearing would make news. I, no, that's what I'm saying. I don't think the plane disappeared. I think the plane landed. I think this guy wasn't on it. Right. But what I'm saying is that oftentimes, many times on this show in the past, if my memory serves me well, people get blasted by lasers and shit all the time and they just kind of fall down and go, oh. Whereas like this cat girl, gone, eviscerated, for, yeah. gone forever. That's brutal. Yeah, it's it's like whenever anyone gets like punched in this show, and how it's always like super shocking that yes. it's not just like hearts flying out of wands. Right. Yes, that's true. But their cheek doesn't split open against their cheekbone, and they don't bleed, and they don't cough up blood. They just kind of go, "Oh," and take a knee. Just take a knee. <laughs> yeah, you know, you're right. That is absolutely accurate. I mean, we talk about this a lot on Xena Warrior Business. We just got through an extremely violent episode. Considering that on this Wildly show, violent. right? Like considering how Xena's main weapon, which is a chakram, it's like a spherical blade, basically it's like a frisbee not knife. <laughs> it's circular. Circular blade. Wow. Well, <laughs> um, where it's a bladed circle, which she can use to cut things. She can use to cut people and treat. She can use to cut like fish or branches or ropes. But whenever she actually throws it at people, it just kind of like bonks them on the head and they like, they got to take a knee. But then... Everybody wears a helmet <laughs> for safety. Interesting. <laughs> but, then in the, this, but then in this episode that we just talked about, um, <laughs> we have just like the blood is just gushing from every orifice, wounds left and right, oh broken my. bones, gushing blood, screaming in agony. And it was a very controversial episode. I don't want to get too into it. You can listen Sam to Raimi was on set for that episode. So oh, for sure. Like, like we got to do the blood <laughs> yeah. for him. Pumping all the, all the gears. <laughs> More blood. Um, but it, it just, the episode itself was very controversial. And people talk about how it didn't air on every network because oh. of the controversy. But actually it didn't air because it was just too violent. Nobody cared about the controversy at the time. They're just like, well, that might be too much blood for 
what was it? Watch Fox 57 Saturday afternoon cartoons. That's it. Watch Fox 57 Saturday afternoon, three o'clock. Yep. Columbia, South Carolina. So it's just funny when shows, um, so it's just funny when shows are, when they, when they, when the consistency gives way to like brutality as it's doing here. Like, obviously we don't see the cat girl like getting, a, we don't see herself. Like we don't watch like, she doesn't turn into like Dr. Manhattan. We don't see that. But like, she dies. She undeniably dies. And the show is just like, yep, she's dead. Kids show. Show for children. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, okay. Here's the thing. I agree with everything you said, with the possible exception of she undeniably died. Yes. But also, if they said she didn't, like, I'd believe it. They could have been like, oh, we trapped her soul in a crystal. Right. Like if she, if she, no, no, I mean like even given exactly what appeared on screen, if like three episodes from now they have her, they find her in a cage or something, I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, uh, I believe it. Like that's the way the show is. Like we don't literally see her bones or anything. Yeah. But she doesn't get, she doesn't get put in a crystal for eternal sleep. She fucking gets lasered to death. Yes. No, that is, that is accurate. That is definitely what happens. Um, Yeah, oh, uh, this show! Good episode, which is nice because because uh, we have had people being like, "Hey, do you actually like the show anymore?" Which we we try. It's a we it's try. a good episode. It's it is an uncommon episode. It's a very weird episode. Like it doesn't follow the format of Sailor Moon at all, but it still worked. Yeah, it it was not like a monster of the week. Th- I mean, the, yeah, Galaxia shows up, but it was it was not nearly as formulaic as I was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, um, that that does it, right? Like we're yes, we're done. I we're believe. done <laughs> for tonight. For tonight, not not quite done with the show just yet. We're done, <laughs> and, and we're not even done with Allison. You, you're going to come back for next episode, right? I am coming back for next episode. Right. I can't wait. I love having the context now. I know what's coming. You'll be able to know exactly what happens next time. <laughs> there, there's no, literally no reason for you to not know absolutely what happens next time. A crystal clear episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, so uh, until then, Allie, would you like to tell people where they can find you online? Yes, of course. Thank you. Um, as I've said before, I co-host Xena Warrior Business, which is a podcast about Zena, Warrior Princess, and I co-host that with Chris Sims. It's right here. I also host a podcast of my own called It's All Fandom. It's a podcast where I talk to people about their participation in a fandom. It's a really fun discussion if you're interested in like the fandom side of existing on the internet. Highly recommend you check that out. I'm on Twitter at Ali Spock, A-L-L-Y-S-P-O-C-K. And I'm just happy to be here. It's exciting. <laughs> it's nice to be back <laughs> up to other business. It's great to have you back. Um the show is on Twitter at Sailor Business, uh, and our producer, Jake Mason, is on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. He does a ton of other podcasts. You should check them out. He will talk about them, I'm sure, on his Twitter. How about you, Chris? Everybody can find me by going to the-isb.com. That is my website. It has links to everything that I do. That's, that's, where, that's where it is. <laughs> it's got podcasts. Go listen to some podcasts. I'm on a ton of podcasts. Go listen to them. Pockerpals. That's a good one to try. Give it a shot. Yeah. That's the the worst job selling it that I could possibly do. But yeah, give it a shot. It's good. Good stuff. 
So what are we watching next? What are we watching next? That's an excellent question. Because I closed the Hulu window, like I always do. Like, I haven't done this 200 fucking times. No, not yet. Almost. It's episode 196, if that helps. It's episode 196, which is called Countdown to Destruction, the Sailor Guardian's Last Battle. Wow, that's, they're getting that knocked out uh, for us those early, huh? <laughs> All right. Sure. <laughs> well, until then... Keep your mind on sailor business. The next episode Wait, after oh. that is called Ruler of the Galaxy, Galaxia's Threat. So I guess Galaxia wins? Yeah, 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 yeah. But listen, don't worry about that. Just keep your mind on sailor business. princess.